tell you, welcome to Brewers Briefing. I'm Brooks Brewer. And it is time for the Wednesday edition of The Briefing. We're going to brief you what's happening in the world of news and current events and what has caught my attention and hopefully what's caught yours. And you can brief me. We'll brief each other this morning on the program. All right, get involved. 918-756-3646. Again, 918-756-3646 is the number to text or call because that one number will do it all for you here on the program. Love to have your, your good mornings and your... you guys so much for tuning in tuning in here and uh, checking out the program awesome like that you didn't have to do it and here you are well it's awesome to have you all right so let's check we got we got a couple already we got we got Faye Roy coming in here with a morning buddy hi Faye Roy welcome partner we got Marshila. she didn't give it a hello but she gave some election results here hi Marshila. Morning, Brewer. Hi, Tony. How are you? Welcome to the program. And JP, halfway there. Happy Wednesday. It's hump day right there. Got a howdy brew, man. Happy 14th of February. And howdy to you, Ben, as well. Howdy to everybody. Hope you guys are all doing fantastically today. It is Valentine's Day. Are you prepared, fellas? I guess it's on the guys. I don't know. It seems like. It's not uh, incumbent upon the women to do anything for Valentine's Day. I don't know. It seems to be the way it is. Got another good morning in there. Thank you. Good morning to you as well. I don't have your name or I will call it out. So, uh, me and the bride, we were going to go out. I I was ready. I had reservations at a nice, fancy place because I was going to do it the day before. Like, I was going to do it yesterday and and avoid all the crowds today because, you know, You can't get anywhere unless you're going to, you know, I don't know, Dairy Queen or something. But anyway, so I was going to do it yesterday, and we had the reservations. And she's, I said, she's like, you know what? Just a steak dinner at home would be even better. I'm like, okay. So we did the steak last night. I cooked it to perfection. And so that's what we did. See, a little nice romantic night at home. That's right. That's right. That's sometimes the best deal right there. Okay. Well, anyway, happy Valentine's Day to you and to yours. We're going to be sharing today and what all the bad stuff is happening in the world because it's all crazy out there. But first, we're going to take a look at the weather forecast, see what we have outside. 38 degrees at Ogmuggie Municipal Airport, 67 for the high today. That's going to be gorgeous. I got my short sleeves on. By the way, we are broadcasting live on Rumble also. It's our new TV channel. (laughs) <laughs> and you can go to our Facebook page and get the link there, or you can go to our website, listen and get the link over there on rumble. And it, it's anyway, yeah, it's, it's what we're doing. We're doing live TV show. Bye gosh. All two of you watching the deal. Um, so anyway, there's that. And we do podcasting on Spotify and those places it's out there and you know, all that. Anyway, so beautiful 67 today, south winds 50 to 2043 overnight. Tomorrow, 63 and sunshine. Mm, loving that. That's pretty good for February. 60 for Friday. And then it's going to get cold again. 26 overnight. Saturday, 45. North winds coming back. Mid-20s overnight. Sunday, 58. That's tolerable. And then Monday, back to 63. And we're off Monday. We have a presidential birthday. Do we still celebrate old George Washington's birthday? 
The Weather Channel does. The National Weather Service says Washington's birthday. Is that allowed still in 2024 in America? Didn't, wasn't he a slave owner? Can we, can we not, have we not taken George down yet? I mean, what, what, where are we on the deal? I don't even know. It's hard to keep up. But according to the National Weather Service, it's Washington's birthday, and we're going to celebrate George with a day off and enjoying some warm weather. Tuesday, 68 in sunshine. Thank you, Jesus. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful week. Current temperatures around the state, you ask? I don't know. 24 in Eva and Beaver up in the Panhandle. Very cold. We do have a 32 over in Worcester. Something about Worcester is always cold. I don't know. I don't know what it is over there. Hollis at 33. Let's see what mom's got now in Elk City, 33. <clears throat> That's what you got out there, mom. What do we got in the hottest place? Let me see. Scouring, looking. Looking, looking, 45 in Oilton. No, there's a 46 in Spencer, Oklahoma. Oh, no, 47 in Byer. No, 48 in McAllister. That's the hot spot right there. Okay, well, anyway, nobody cares. And that's it. How you want to get involved in the program? Well, one more time, 918-756-3646. Text or call with number will get you in here. Okay, that's all the laundry. No uh, no senators today, no congresspeople today. If you missed yesterday, we had a great interview with Congressman Josh Burkeen. It's on the recorded stuff. It's a good interview. I like the guy a lot. I think he's fantastic. Okay, Marcella, let me see if I can I can you got your deal sideways. Let me see. I can't <laughs> I can't read your your deal, it's, it's, it's sideways. I can't see it. But I do have the results from the election, ladies and gentlemen. I have it right here. These are unofficial election results from the state. And we have a call coming into the program. Let's see if they want to be on the air. Hang on. Let me get all the buttons pushed. Stand by. Stand by one. Roadcaster Pro. Hey, good morning. You're on the Brewers Briefing. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Did you want to be? Yes, sir, I did. This is Ivan Funk, you know, Mulgee. Yes, Ivan, how are you? Hey, doing good. Just want a little plug out there today for Wendy Chevrolet. Okay, tell me about what's happening at Wendy Chevrolet. Anybody that's out today and buys a new or used vehicle from me, I will buy them supper for tonight, a nice dinner. Oh, you're going to buy them a little Valentine's we'll dinner. Okay. Yes, sir, I am. Are you doing all right, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. So, is this now what are you going to buy dinner? Is it how, how does that work? Is it wherever they want to go, or do you have a place already in mind, or how does that work? We got a place place next door we usually do it with. Okay. El Avocado, Mexican restaurant. Okay. Yes. All right. A little free dinner. Come buy mm -hmm. a car today from you. And they yes, get a sir. free dinner. Ivan Funk. Got to go out there to Wendy Chevrolet. Ask for, ask for Mr. Funk. Yes, sir. Please do that. Okay. I know you got a bunch and of cars on the lot out there. Looking, It's looking good. Man, we have a whole bunch of cars and trucks, new and used, just ready to go. Yeah. So that's awesome. I know Tony Booth, owner out there, just working his butt off trying to make that thing uh, a great dealership. I, I know he is. He, he's pushing this three or four times a week, trying to make sure everything's smooth. I know it. And in and, and the service department, and make sure everybody's taken care of, everybody's happy. Uh, you know, I, I mean, people need to understand this. If they ever had a bad experience out there, they need to come out and try it again because Tony has got it going on. 
He really does. I, I know him personally, and I think he's doing a great job with the dealership. And I'm glad you called. Hey, I guarantee he'll take care of it. We will make it right. All right, Ivan. We're going to send everybody your way today, buddy. Hey, thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. Take care, Ivan Funk. Wendy Chevrolet. Get you a free dinner. Go buy a car and get free dinner. <laughs> hey, you know, it's better than a sticking eye with a sharp stick. Anyway, all right. So, so that's that. So, where were we? Were we were we getting into the news? Were we talking about something? Oh, the election results. That's all. I got it right here in front of me. Everybody's wanting to know what happened. All right, in the Okmulgee City Council Ward Number Four, the winner is incumbent Marcus D. Jeffrey with 368 votes. Coming in number two, Charlie Peoples with 155 votes. And Stephen Diamond tracking right behind that with 129 votes for a total of 652 votes. 652. Doesn't sound like very many. All right, so that's that. Mounds School, they had a proposition. It passed 85% overwhelmingly. And Mogi had a school bond out there for almost $18 million. Would you like to know how that went down? You ready? It overwhelmingly passed. 70% voted for that. 498 votes to 208 against. So the Okmulgee Public Schools uh, proposition did pass. Okay, as did the Walitka Public Schools with one vote <laughs> in favor of. Hey, you think your vote doesn't count? Bye, gosh. Ask them down there in Walitka. Bye, guys. One vote. It passed. So there you go. There's your election results for Okmulgee, Okmulgee County and others so again congratulations to marcus d jeffrey and to those people that wanted the the school bond issue passed overwhelmingly by the way i can tell you about the school bond i thought i had the story where did i have i had here it is right here i said what is a school bond going for an Okmulgee county bond issue nearly 18 million to upgrade Okmulgee public schools in particular Need is the elementary school where students use the cafeteria for PE and assemblies. The bond would fund a gymnasium that doubles as a storm shelter. Also provide new bleachers and refurbished track and field at Harmon Stadium. And uh, again, these are unofficial, but it looks pretty overwhelming. All right. Okay. So there you go. That's what you got right there. What is happening in news out there? in the world today <laughs> well in education there were some kids at harvard that decided to go on a, uh, a hunger strike in uh, solidarity with their brown protesters and uh, i don't know what even they're protesting i'm sure it's palestinian issues something like that they, they went on a 12-hour hunger strike <laughs> I find that kind of funny, don't you? Woo! Man, they made it all of 12 hours uh, without even a snack. Um, yeah, so, so well, <laughs> not sure what all they got accomplished there, but uh, good try. <laughs> I tell you what, it's scary to me what's coming out of some of these Ivy Leagues, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I saw a guy that's somebody I follow on, on the interwebs and he's 
rich and powerful. And he sent his kid, to, I think it was Harvard, and he, he's like, my kid is coming out as a Marxist and anti-capitalist. That's, that's scary stuff. You send your kids to these big fancy schools or any school, and you, you want them to come out and love America, love the, you know, and they're coming out hating America, hating the capitalism, want to become a Marxist and a, golly, man, where are we going? This is the wrong direction. Academia, man, these elitists that are smarter than all the rest of us are going to take us. Where's my button? I got to get into the sh again. They want to take us down. How many times do they have to see that this does not work? Marxism, communism, socialism. It's a disaster. No, our system is not perfect, but it is better than that. Okay. Here's a good speech by somebody I want you to hear, Marcus Rubio. Marco, excuse me, Marco Rubio. He's a good bit from Florida. And he was talking on the Senate floor about some things. This is going to make you mad. You can make me mad. It's unbelievable. What is happening in our country? Ah, I'm just going to let you listen to it. We'll talk about it afterwards. You ready? Here we go. One of the things I see a lot in South Florida are people that have been in this country. They made it came from Cuba 45 years ago. They've worked here their entire lives. They retire. They get $800, $900, $1,000 a month from Social Security. And then they run into somebody who just got here from Cuba three months ago, 29 years old, doesn't work, and is given $1,500 a month in benefits by our government because they're refugees. That refugee, a year later, is traveling back to Cuba 15 times. So you're a refugee fleeing oppression from a place that you now go back and visit 15 times the following year. And in the meantime, we're giving you Medicaid, food stamps, uh, health care for your children, cash payments from the refugee fund. So imagine if you've been working here for 40 years and your social security is smaller than the benefits going to a 28-year-old, able-bodied person who just got here. That's real. That happens. That's happening every day. That makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. Well, you guys are getting paid $15,000 a month to watch it happen. I mean, I, I'm, in, I'm in agreement with this guy. I, I mean, he made a pretty good point in the middle of that, I thought, that you come over here, you say you're fleeing oppression. Okay, okay, well, here's you some cash. Here's you a place to live. Here's a phone. Whatever it is. What do you need? What do you need? And then they go back and they visit 15 times. They go back home. Hang on. I thought you were fleeing oppression. must not be that bad if you keep going back. What are you doing when you go back? It's a scam. And, and they're getting more money, like you said, than these people that have worked put into the system. It's infuriating. You know, I mean, I, I tell you what, we, you know, we send these guys and gals up there to represent some, do some good things for, for the people, for, for Oklahoma, right. For, for, the country, and I believe in some of our people. I mean, the, the the good congressman we had yesterday, Jasper King. I think he's a great guy. I think he's trying hard. <clears throat> Seems to Mike to me, he's doing a good job. And I think they're all trying hard, you know, for the most part. I mean, our people, <laughs> not not all of them. But 
I mean, we have got, listen, ladies and gentlemen, it's on you and me, okay? It's, it's on you and me. We have got to rise up and call some accountability to these goons up there. Say, hey, hell to the no. We are done with your stupidity, okay? We have got to, it's we the people that have got to rise up and do something differently. Vote, call, email, something, do something. We have to do something. Buy a radio station and get on it. <laughs> I don't know, you know. Yes, it would be for sale with the right price. <sighs> we got to do something, man. We, gotta, we can't have this kind of stupidity continue on up there. Hello? I mean, you know what I mean. We sit around and we get frustrated about it. We go, ha, ha, ha. Then we don't vote. We don't go vote. <laughs> well, hello? How are we going to change anything? I, I know. You think your vote doesn't matter. Well, it does, Okay. We just showed you that down in Walika. <coughs> One vote passed an entire bond fund or whatever it was. <clears throat> but you get my point. Ladies and gentlemen, it's on us. We have got to get involved and make it and hold people accountable and say, hey, no. You're, you're, I mean, you know, we just have to because otherwise you get this kind of crap over and over and over again. I mean, tell me where I'm wrong in this deal. I, I don't know. I'm just, uh, we got to do something. And I do believe in the power of we the people. I still think we have it. I just don't think we think we have it. And I think that's the problem. We don't think we have any power. That is, we're helpless. Nothing's ever going to happen. Who am I? Blah, 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 blah. I think it does matter. I, I, what else is our choices? We have no other choices but to believe that it does matter and that our voice can be heard and can make a difference. Otherwise, if you give up and then, then we're screwed. We're in the situation we're in. Okay. All right. Ben says it's modern day stupidity. I know it is. And it's modern day apathy is what it is. We're apathetic. We don't get off our ass and go do anything. We don't bow. We don't get involved. And then we, we put up with the stuff like this. And we're, we're freaking a 29-year-old comes over here. And gets more money than a than a guy's been putting in all his life. It's it's disgusting. Makes me mad. All right, but I think it's on us. I really, really do. In other news, Maeli Jacquas, who is a biological male, won a state title of high school state title in the girls' high jump this past weekend in New Hampshire. He won the girls' category with a five-foot, two-inch jump, which is 10 inches lower than the boys' high jump at six foot. Another less than a mediocre man atop of a woman's podium uh, getting the, the uh, state title. And the, uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> the trophy, if you will. It's, it, I'm telling you, this is this is more stupidity. So, so people got to rise up. They got to say, "Hey, no, 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 no." The boys aren't going to be competing against the girls. All right, not going to happen. Somebody's better better rise up. I'm just saying, this is good. Here he is. He's got his ponytails, got his earrings in. So proud of himself for beating the girls. Go try to get. You got to jump ten inches higher, boy, to compete with the men. That's why you're over here competing with the girls. Uh, it's stupidity. And the adults are the problem here. It's not the kids. All right. The adults in charge up here are who to blame for this kind of stupidity. And, and, and the poor girls that are trying to compete. 
working their butt off. I mean, think about that, right? They work, they die, 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 and then they get some guy comes over here and just kills the deal. And it's, how disheartening would that be? And then the girls are shamed if they don't celebrate it. They're they're accused of being bigots and yeah, oh, what's wrong with you? Hey, you trying to be gay? <laughs> Okay. Well, anyway, just my opinion. All right, we have uh, other news. Big news, big, huge news. It was uh, brought out on uh, Jesse Waters' world yesterday about uh, a report from uh, Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi. These are good reporters, those two guys. I think it's Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi. They have uncovered the situation where our CIA was the uh, was the CIA along with our FBI <laughs> brought in our allies from around the world, Australia, over in uh, Britain, to spy on Donald Trump, and the whole they started the whole Russia Gate, and they've got all this this details now and data. Barack Hussein was uh, in, totally involved in all this back in the day. It's so far worse than Watergate ever was. And they're, they're shedding some light on this, and hopefully something will come out of this. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know where this is going to go. I, I just hope it, it shames some people like Brennan. Oh, what a swamp creature. Barack Hussein, what a swamp creature. Swampy. Oh, even the Democrats just fawning over the man. Still love him to death. Fawning. He is an enemy to America, hates America, hates you know, uh, anyway, that's a big report that's out, and I'm glad that they're shining some light on some criminals. My gosh, I really, really do. What else we have? We have, we got stuff. We got stuff. I, I got more stuff. I promise you, it, it's going to be riveting. You're not going to want to miss it. However, we have a phone call coming in. Fix is going to break? No. Take a phone call here. Here we have Faye Roy, ladies and hey, gentlemen. Prepare yourself. Hi, good morning, my friend. How are you? Good. How about you, man? I'm great. Thanks for asking. What's going on in your world? Well, you're talking about the high jump. Yes, sir. <laughs> I watched that. I was watching that when that happened. Really? You talk about talk about a sick looking dude, man. Yeah. That example, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. It was sitting there, trying to trying to look like a woman. You know, he could have no way on earth he hide behind that Adam example. That uh, that look he had Yeah. Well, again, I really blame all the adults in the room because. They propagate this. They prop it up. They celebrate it. They convince the kids that they don't change their sex, then they're liable to commit suicide and kill themselves. And and all this craziness. And, and you know, it's like that's the kids don't know anything. Hell, you've raised kids. We've all raised kids. They don't know anything. They go along with whatever the trend is, whatever is faddish. And the, and the parents, you know, but now we're talking about serious stuff. We're not talking about just long hair, baggy pants. 
We're talking about cutting your breast off and putting in these puberty blockers that are irreversible. I mean, you can't go back, right? And this is where this is serious. You know, the happiest day of my life was when my grandson, I caught him looking in a Sears magazine in a Brazier section. <laughs> I remember you talking about that. You're like, ah, boy, ah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank God. I know, well, uh, I know. I can imagine. I guess in the Bible it talks about all this coming to take place. So, you know. What do you think it says? What do you think? It, what do you think? You know, I could I could read it in the Bible. Yes, sir. And, uh, you could ask me that question a minute or two later, and I couldn't tell you what you know exactly. But yeah. Well, I'm, I, I don't know. I can't even. Uh, I can't even remember. But well, you've been reading your Bible anyway. That's good. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. I've been reading mine too. I'm, I'm reading through the Bible this year. I'm, I'm on track, man. I'm doing good. Uh oh, I lost you. Stand by one. You know how technology. Hang on, that gun. Come on, phone. Get back in there. Anyway, I'm sorry. You, you dropped it. For a second. I got you now. I got you now. Anyway, I say I've been reading mine too. Yes, sir. Good boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. It's good stuff. Some crazy stories in there, man. Golly, people ought to read it. There really is. There really is. It uh, is. It's wild. People ought to. Yeah. No, I can't even remember the section I'm reading right now. Yeah. But, uh, well, you just keep reading. It's it. wild, like you said. Ask the Lord to speak to you. You do it. Okay, boy. Uh, uh, I enjoy your show. You keep on. Thank yeah. you, Faroy. I'm I'm glad we're friends, man. You you carry on and you have a great day, sir. Okay. Well be good. Okay. All right. See you later. Bye bye. See you later, under brother. Yeah, I'm telling you what. You, you... <laughs> I don't know why preachers don't preach the Bible. I mean, I'm serious. There's so much going on in the Bible, drama and craziness and, and the ups and the downs and the people and the this and the that. I was reading, I'm in, I'm in uh, reading through Exodus right now and Moses, I mean, here, here, <laughs> here is God. Okay. And the children of Israel. Now, you know, the story. I mean, they're slaves over here, and he's just wiping the Egyptians out, one plague after the other, the hail and the frogs and the gnats and the flies and the, the darkness and the blood in the water and the, and the hail. All these men, and, 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 of course, Israel's being separated from all that. Total miracles, miracle after miracle. And then the, the ultimate one where the firstborns are all killed and boom, bada bang, they're heading out. Miracles. And they're heading out, laden down with the riches of Egypt. And then they come out there to the Red Sea and they're trapped and they start whining to Moses. And Moses is right of God. He's like, why are you talking to me? Go forward. And boom, they go through the thing, through the water, just high, they go across. And then the, the Lord drowns all the Egyptian army. Another miracle right in front of their face. And then they're singing and they're dancing and having a good time. And then they go over here and they get thirsty. And then they start whining. Oh, my God, you lead us out here in the middle of this to die. We wish bed better off back. And I mean, these, these, <laughs> these children of Israel are something else. They're just 
And Moses like, okay, well, Lord, what do I do? Well, throw that little branch into the water over there, and it'll fix the water. Boom, bada bing, the water's great. Now, so, whoo, okay, we're good. And then we go over here, and then we're starving. Now we're hungry. We wish we had the meat like we had back over there, and then we're whining and complaining. And the Lord gives them quail, and he gives them some stuff. Dead air. No audio. How can this be? What do you mean, no audio? Hello, hello, check one, two. Oh, my gosh. My internet is terrible. <laughs> okay. All right. Golly. It just totally waved out. My internet, I guess, just coming and going. Here I am preaching good. I, I don't know where you guys lost me. Boy, is good. I've been telling a great, great story. And uh, I don't <laughs> where did that Where did I get cut off? I see that I'm back in there. Oh, the Lord. And uh, anyway, the point of it is the people are, are crazy. The Israelites. And then Moses goes up to the mountain, right, to see God for 40 days and 40 nights, man. He's up there. <laughs> and then they get bored and they go, oh, I don't know what happened to this guy. I lost you in the plagues. Okay, man, boy, it was good. I was, I'm telling you. Okay, the point of it, they've seen all these miracles. The children of Israel see all the miracles, day after day after day, miracles. Moses is a man. They come to the mountain of Sinai. It's rumbling and thunder and lightning. and It's going on. And, and, and he's like, don't come past the thing or you will be killed. I'm going up to talk to God. I shall return. And he goes up to the mountain, to the top, and it's rumbling some fire. And he's up there for 40 days and 40 nights. It's a long time. And they get bored. Like, I don't know. Aaron, what happened to your brother? Well, <laughs> Uh, we don't know if he's coming back. Make us a God that, that we can follow. Okay. Give me your earrings and your nose rings and your bracelets. Uh, 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 he, he gives it, he makes it into fire, and then he makes a golden calf. And here's a golden calf. Oh, there's our God that has led us out. Of, and they start dancing around and having parties and orgies, and God always knows what all they're doing. Here comes Moses. And God's like, hey, man, you better get it down there. Your people have gone awry. And he goes down the mountain. He's like, what are y'all doing? He breaks the Ten Commandments. He grinds up the calf into dust and makes him drink it. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's just, and then, oh, my gosh, they repent. And then 15 minutes later, they're whining again. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's like, I don't know why preachers don't preach the Bible. There's so much in there. And then I they look at the people like, I'm, I'm thinking about how bad they are, you know, then I got to turn the spotlight on Brewer. Go, Brewer, you're like that. You forget that God is good, man. He's good, all this good stuff he's done to you. Anyway, I don't know. Sorry about that internet audio, people. Anyway, I was going to take a break earlier. I got to do a little preaching. Y'all got me wound up. We're going to take a commercial break. There is more to come, and you don't want to miss it.
23 minutes to go or so. Oh, now I do the math. Just like that. You thought I worked that up on the on the break. <clears throat> Did my calculator? No. No. Just real. Okay. 918-756-3646. If you want to get involved, some of you are texting me here on the Windy Chevy text line. I see you out there. Somebody said they just finished reading the book, Laptop from Hell. If that reporter was truthful, the corruption is so deep and so many politicians are involved. I can't see us ever getting a grip on this, whether we all vote or not. You know, I don't know either. And all I know is to say is we still don't have any choice. We still have to do it. It's coming and going, says mom. Good morning, David. Where you been? I didn't know you were back in there earlier. I didn't even say hello to you. My apologies. You know, I don't know if we'll ever come out of this. I don't know. I don't know what God has in store for America, but I know that we have to try. I believe, I believe it's a duty. You know, it's, it's not just, uh, I think it's a responsibility and a duty we have. And I think it honors all those that went before us to give us the right and fight for the right and, and all the stuff. I think it's all the stuff. We have to do it. We have to do it. We have to do it. I don't know if we'll ever get out of the corruption. I don't know. Because you're right. It is deep and it is swampy and hell. You saw it on the vote for the $95 billion in foreign aid. You got people like Senator Johnson in Louisiana who seems like a good conservative old boy, and then he goes up and votes for that piece of crap, Bill. Oh, and Cornyn from Texas. Loser. Loser. So you know you got you got you got you got swampiness going on, man. I, I don't know, I don't know if we'll ever recover. All right, so here's some good news. Good news on the Humpy Wednesday <laughs> didn't come out just right. They impeached Alejandro Mayorkas yesterday. Where's my applause when you need it? Impeach guy. <laughs> Goodbye, Alejandro. I know that's a standing O right there. Finally, so they did a they did a revote. Steve Scalise was back, and they impeached Alejandro Mayorkas, who is a complete scumbag, and he is the uh, became the first sitting cabinet secretary in more than 150 years to be impeached. And so that's great. Now it'll go nowhere because you know the Senate's not going to do anything. We talked about that with Congressman Burkine yesterday. However. The question now at hand is, should this now lead to the Biden impeachment? Maybe so. Of course it should. There's no maybe about it. The guy's corrupt as the day is long. So House Republicans opened the impeachment inquiry over Biden's potential involvement with his family members, foreign business dealings, blah, blah, blah. Somebody said, I hope we'll impeach Secretary Marcus from tonight, but the buck stops with Joe. Says Jim Banks, Republican uh, Banks from uh, Indiana, on the John Solomon Reports podcast. So hopefully that's going to happen. I, I haven't heard much about that lately. Obviously, Joe is is criminal. Not only is he uh, sick and senile, he, he's criminal. He, he's just criminal, criminal. All right. So there's that. And what else do we have in the world of news from John Solomon? So Trump backs his daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, as the RNC co-chairwoman 
dedicated to all the MAGA stands for. So former President Trump on Monday endorsed North Carolina Republican Party Chairman Michael Waitley to take over the Republican National Committee when Ronna McDaniel steps down. And, all right, we got another call coming into the program today. Let's go to the phone line. Stand by to get all the buttons pushed. Lots of buttons. My uh, producer has to do all that. Hi, good morning. Welcome to the show. You're on the air. Brooks, I just hear you talking about Biden, yes. Mallorcas. Yes. It's just making my blood boil. Making your blood boil. Because yes. they're your buddies? Is that why? You, you, yeah, they're your buddies? Yeah, they're my friends. Yeah. And I want us to, to protect them. Here's, here's the thing that is shocking to me, and I love this news that's coming out about how deep corrupt Biden um, is, especially with the Chinese government. So, you know, Tony Bobolinsky has been on Capitol Hill and he's been testifying and really telling the truth about the inner dealings. And it's amazing to me that we didn't fully understand how deep Biden was in Chinese pockets. And that one point, Biden was negotiating with China for them to institute their One Belt, One Road initiative, which would actually allow the Chinese to come into the United States and start building our infrastructure entwined in our economics. Oh, that sounds like a brilliant idea. They paid millions just, just, to have, just to have access to Biden. They paid him millions. And it absolutely is disgusting. It is um, disgusting. So yeah, go ahead. That, continue on. Yeah. Well, no, you remember that Biden said that he did not deal with any of uh, Hunter Biden's uh, business dealing. And what came out was not only did he have involvement with some of the business dealings, he met every single person that Hunter Biden was trying to court. Because as we know now, the whole thing was um, access to Joe Biden, who was then vice president. The depths of his corruption is just shocking. It is shocking. And, and this has been known for a minute. I mean, the people that have been kind of watching this stuff. I mean, it's been out there. Bob Alessi has been out there for a while. Like you said, I, mean, he's, I guess he's retestifying. But, but my gosh, man, it's just piling up. Evidence has been there. We've seen all this stuff. We've seen pictures with him, with the guys he says he's never talked to. There's so much out there. It's like finally it's yeah. coming to light a little bit. But will they go forward? Will the will the GOP? Most of them are spineless up there. Will they impeach Biden? Will they move forward with that? What do you think about that? Think they'll do it? Well, um, I think they've got to take care of this Mayorkas thing first because he clearly is derelict in his duty to protect the border and institute the laws that are already on the books. Yes, I think that needs to be flushed out. But of course, bro. You know the problem there. If you kick Biden out, guess who's next? Oh yeah, well, I know you can come alive. I know that's uh, that's, right. that's that would be. Uh, I think we ought to have some some viewers, some listeners, call in and give us their best Kamala Harris laugh. <laughs> I think that's a good. Yeah, we could have a contest over that. that. We, we could. We should. You know, it, 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 I, how awful would this world be if we had you know, oh, that bimbo? Can you imagine? I mean, I, I don't know. That that's pretty scary. But I still think you, you got to do what you got to do. So we got my orcas done. We got to go to Biden. We got to go. You're a criminal. You're going to pay for that crap. Right? You know. So so it is what it is. Mm -hmm. If Kamala comes up, then then so be it. You know, it is what it is. But we got to go after you know Cadaver Joe and get him taken care of too. That's got to be next. 
and then and then let the chips fall where they may. I guess if you think about it, Biden didn't really run in the country. Anyway. Well, of course he's yeah. not. Yeah. Hell no. It's his cabinet. So I guess it, right? Yeah. 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 It wouldn't matter if Kamala's there or not. It's just a, it's a placebo. It's a placebo effect. It is. It's it's just a deep thing. It is. It is. Well, I'm glad to have your comments this morning, sir. It's very astute uh, observation, and I appreciate that a lot. Well, Brooks, uh, enjoy the show. You keep it going. You keep fighting the good fight for us out there. Hopefully, uh, make America great again. Our our candidate, Mr. Trump, will be back in there. Well, we'll see. Running the world. <laughs> we shall see. Won't we? <laughs> we shall see. It's, it's politics <laughs> in America, man, and never a dull moment. Okay, Brooks, I'll let you get back to your day. Yeah, okay. Thank you. It's coming up soon. See you later. Bye bye. See you, Peter. Right there. So, Peter. Okay. What are you people saying up in here? Good night. I got redneck crappie season is on its way. Meme picture right here. What is this? Will you send me a picture of a of a pontoon flat bedded looking like it's a crappie rig? That's a party barge, is what that is. Crappie season. I saw people catching some crappies. Man, I guess it's the season. I need to do more than just work. Golly. All I do is work. I can't get out and fish. I can't hardly do anything. Anyway, so Trump is trying to put his daughter-in-law in over to RNC, this Michael Whaley, which they say is terrible. I think, I don't know if the optics look too good on this right now. And I heard Whaley is a complete rhino and he's terrible and Trump's all behind. This is what I think. Trump doesn't make right choices sometimes. He picks the wrong people to be involved in some of the stuff. You know what I mean? All right. What do we got? We got, we got a couple of minutes here. I got, I got some stuff here. I'm going to get into this right here. I saw this. I don't know anything about this, but it caught my attention as sometimes headlines do. And I wanted to put this out there. We're going to totally shift gears. This may be complete doo-doo. It might be something serious. The headline is this. A new online tool predicts heart attack within six months using a standard blood test. This is down in Sweden. Up in Sweden. Over in Sweden. The passage of time, the way in which we ex uh, experience it, feels oddly paradoxical at times. Certainly, minutes. Blah, 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 blah. What is this? The study finds standard blood test combination with a newly developed online tool appears capable of predicting the future of heart attack. Okay. Um, high risk individuals. The, the only major issue researchers say is that many risk factors were previously verified during studies involving five to 10 years of follow up. Only facts. Blah, 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 blah. However, we know that just the time just before a heart attack is very dynamic. Um, for example, a risk of heart attack doubles during the month after a divorce. Man, it's amazing I'm still here. The risk of a fatal heart event is five times as high during the week after a cancer, cancer diagnosis. That's interesting. Um, the study authors used blood samples encompassing 169,000 people which is a pretty good-sized study, obviously. Over six months, 420 of the individuals went on to suffer their first heart attack. The blood of those patients has been compared with the blood of 50. I know this is probably not making a whole lot of sense. Brewer should have read this before the show. 
I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some research on that. See what this is. This comes from studyfinds.org predicting heart attack act attacks earlier. Anyways, I don't know. I thought it would be interesting, and maybe it is, but I obviously I'm not just going to sit here and read an article to you on the show. Okay? Okay. I'm not going to dare. Not going to dare. All right, I'm going to play this for you. This is uh, Brett Weinstein, and he is on... <laughs> The uh, Infowars, the what's-his-name show, the Alex Jones show, and this guy is talking about the world, the new world order and, and whatnot. You might want to pay attention to this. This is kind of interesting here. I have listened to this one. What we want is a system that liberates individuals as meaningfully and as broadly as possible. That should be our guide. That's classically liberal. It is, it is classically liberal, and I believe it's also actually liberal, and it is a perfect match for what I find my many conservative friends believe as well. That this is the metric that we can use to test any system that we put in place. Does it liberate people, or does it constrain them? If it liberates them meaningfully over the long term, it's a good thing. What they have recognized is that they have no use for us, and... I wish that was an exaggeration, but you can see this so clearly in what they did to the public over COVID. I don't think we really have any choice but to rescue Western civilization. It is the best tool we've got, always has been. It's not to say that it can't use upgrading here and there, but we have to save it because your children, my children, and all of the grandchildren that we might ultimately have are depending on us to do it. And the idea of hypernovelty is that although human beings are the fastest evolving animal species that has ever existed, and that is largely the result of the fact that we evolve in a different way, we are actually able to evolve culturally, which is much more rapid than genetic evolution. But even though we are the fastest evolving animal species that has existed, the rate of technological change is so fast that even our evolutionary capacity catch up. We cannot keep up, and that is resulting in us being sick physically, psychologically, socially. And what you're detecting as the, the collapse of civilization is really a manifestation of many different kinds of hypernovelty that is making it um, difficult for us to see what's in our interest. They are gambling with a planet that isn't theirs to destroy, that is actually, it is the birthright of every living person and it's the entitlement of all the people who will eventually live here. They are, they are gambling with it and they obviously don't know what they're doing. It is likely that many of the deaths that occur as a result of these shots, it's the result of the mRNA platform itself. That anything you loaded onto that platform would produce many of these pathologies because the platform itself is deeply flawed. And this is a show, it says premiering, uh, I think today, as a matter of fact, that's just a little excerpt from from the InfoWars, Alex Jones, Brett Weinstein, who is a uh, biologist, smart, smart guy, talking about this stuff, talking about the shot and the jab, the mRNA technology in particular, he said it's, it's a flawed technology. No matter what you loaded on it, it's a flawed, it's a flawed platform and technology, and it's, I'm telling you, my friends, my patriot lovers out there, I mean, it, it, this, 
dig into the mRNA stuff it's and the DNA stuff and how this thing works. DNA is the most miraculous. I mean, God, and I, I disagree with the guy, but we're an animal that evolves and all that kind of stupid. That's what all these scientists think. Right? I, don't, I don't agree with any of that. But I can listen to a guy and take out the stuff I don't believe, like evolution. I, I'm not an evolution guy. I don't believe evolution. I believe God, boom, did it in the garden from the dirt, and here we are. That's what I believe. But I believe the DNA is its, it's the God molecule. And messenger RNA which talks to the DNA and the messages that go out to fix your system when you have a cut and, and then in the MRNA talking to the DNA and it's no, I need this many cells to go fix this. And it, it is, is incredible. And that's what they use is the RNA MRNA platform to deliver this spike protein, et cetera, et cetera. Like I'm, like I'm talking, like I know what I'm talking about. Right. And you guys already know the answer to that, but, it's a flawed platform, and it, it's it's causing it's causing the deaths of millions of people ac across the world. And of course, that's what the elitists want. They want to kill people. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to believe that, and you can think, "Oh, brother, God, man, you're a conspiracy." Whatever, you can believe whatever you want to believe. I read a lot, and I believe it. I 100% believe it. I believe absolutely they're into population control. I think it's in our food. I think it's in the air. I think it's in these damn shots. I think it's in the vaccinations. I think it's in doing everything they can to depopulate the planet. I mean, is it? Uh, and it's not all just vaccines. I think it's a lot of it's in the food, the processed GMO. Why have the sperm counts of men plummeted to almost nothing in the last 50 years? Well, there's a reason. And what happens? Well, men. You know, it can't get the gals pregnant and no kids and this and that. And it's how it's going. And come on, people, get with the program. All right. Good morning, David. How are, are you? you yes, I'm here. Are you there? I agree with you 100%. Of course, as you should. Because if you look at what these globalists want to do, they want to make the world uh, one medical thing, all that craziness. They're, if you saw the reports the other day, adult production is way down. Um, they don't want you farming, which they're going to do what? They're going to starve a lot of people to death so they can get to their 500 million. That's the they want. And that's just the bottom line. That's not very many. These <laughs> you know, the globalists, these globalists have, are in every key position is around. Yeah. And you've you know. got to look at that and... If you don't look at it, you're missing the big picture of what everyone's been saying. Who's really running our country? Well, it's not. It's not. The, it's not the elected officials, by no. large, right? It's, 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 it's the bureaucrats. This is, and this is why they're saying we need to put the UN because they are way out of hand. I mean, if you look at it, the United States is the last country to make a true stand on freedom. We're the only country left that has guns. They want those. We're the only country left that supposedly has free speech. We're the only country left that has free religion. So they're going after our speech, they're going after guns, and they're going after Christianity. Yeah. That's what they You destroy those three. There you and go. they're going to come after our whiskey next. I know it's happening. It's just, it's just going down. It's going down. <laughs> 
say you look at some of the, if you look at it worldwide and you're like, wow, this is crazy. I mean, just like the China thing, you know, it's, why do we keep giving things to Chinese? And I saw Secretary Yellen uh, on a press conference, not a press conference, but a hearing the other day. She's the Secretary of Treasury or whatever she is. I don't know what she is. She's in, over the money. And talking about investing our federal dollars in Chinese infrastructure in, in, over in China. And where was I going with this? There was something I was going to. Oh, and part of the problem is like with these green climate wackos out there, China is the worst climate abuser on the planet, bar none, and it continues to get worse, right? And yet we want to fund federal dollars to Chinese infrastructure over the thing. Like, what? <laughs> you guys are so hip hypocritical. It's not even funny. Like, it's, it's a joke. The whole damn thing is a joke, David. It's crazy. Oh my gosh, and now my Bluetooth's waving out. Say what? I probably got to yell and then cut and, it off. Yeah, you're having, you have technical problems, don't you, my friend? Well, it's just, it's just, there's so much going on in this room. The the electronic waves, the, there's computers and radio waves and interwebs, and it's all flowing through the, and then my own personal electromagnetic vortex. David, it's hard to keep it all going, man. It, just, it, it, can, it overloads it. And then it shuts down and it cuts off. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I've, I've seen your radio station downtown. Like, wow, how do you keep any of that together? I don't, I, I don't get them. It's shocking, I couldn't do it's it. shocking that I do all that I do. I, Producer. Yeah, here's an interesting you know. story. That, here's, here's another interesting story. Right, you got 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Sheriff's <laughs> departments had their convention, and what they saying is that they want people to be ready. It's not a question of when the terrorists will attack. It's when, or not if, it's when. I know. So that's where people need to go look at. It's really good. But, you better stock up on your ammo okay. and your guns, people. I, I really do believe it. Most definitely, because it's yeah. going to take us to do something. It's going to take at least 48 hours, 72 hours for the military to mobilize. Exactly. We are the minute men. We are the first line of defense. That's right. So, that's right. Thank you, David. Good show, man. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Appreciate you very much. Appreciate everybody coming in here on the program today. You guys are awesome like that. You didn't have to be here and well. You showed up in, uh, in in full style and class and color like you always do, and uh, got some text here. They want ninety five percent of the humans gone. Says Ben, the goal is on the George guide 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 tons. What? Okay, I missed that part. Ribonucleic acid, deonucleic acid. Talking about the DNA, the RMRNA and all that stuff. Thank you, favorite boy. Bye bye, Vicky. Hey, welcome to the show. And now it's over. Got to go. You guys have a good Wednesday. Appreciate you a lot, and we'll do it again Friday. At least that is the plan, okay? It's time for Tradio with the one and only Tricia Bailey.